Welcome to another edition of the Sip Coach HQ podcast. Today we're having a look at the forward section. I'm Shorty and I'm joined by Sean today. How you going, mate? Yes, very well, Shorty. sir. Yeah, I'm going well. We'll jump straight into the premiums, I think. Definitely one option I think everybody agrees that you have to have, and that's Patrick Dangerfield. You saw plenty of midfield, uh, forward time, I should say, last year with Tex Walker going down, but you just got to have him this year. I personally had him in my midfield before he got that dual position status and just makes him even more of a lock. I, I really think he could average 115 plus this year and, and be a superb pickup. Another two guys that I think are, you know, poles apart from the rest are Dustin Martin and Lance Franklin. I think Martin's ready to explode, just play heaps of midfield time and, you know, those fade outs that he may have had, second half. So I think those days are gone. He's settled now. He's at the Tigers. He's, He's good to go. Franklin, the move to the Swans. Some people aren't sold on it, but I really like him. I think I think Tippett will be a good foil for him. I, I reckon they'll team up pretty well. You know, for 87,000, I don't think you can say no to that. you really got to lock him in. But a few other guys that, as I was looking through the names on the Fords, quite a few question marks over some of the guys over 500,000. Nick Rewalt and Brent Harvey, probably both for their age. Can they keep it up? Chad Wingard. You know, we, we saw Dustin Martin in his second year average 99, same as Wingard, and then drop back to 88. Might get a bit more attention, just be wary. Justin Westhoff, well, you never know what you're going to get from the Hoff sometimes. I personally couldn't trust him, but if you like a bit of roller coaster flair, you can get on him. And Jared Ruffhead, he's probably likely to play a bit deeper without Franklin, and wherever he plays, he's definitely going to get the number one defender. So, one to watch there. That's... Uh, Definitely those three, Dangerfield, Martin and Franklin, really ones you've got to have a think about. I, I think they're the pick of the uh, Fords. You want to have a bit of a look at the mid-price options, Sean, and there's there's quite a few in the Ford line. Yeah, that's right, Shorty. There are a lot of options here. Uh, starting with some popular guys such as uh, Paul Chapman, now at the Bombers. Uh, how are those hammies going to stand up? He's, he played six games last year and kept that average pretty high, so he's still got it. We know that. Cyril Rioli's been in a few mock sides. Just uh, be aware that he's been suspended for round one because of his grand final performance. Colin Sylvia is an interesting pickup at 464,000. Uh, he averaged 106 in Melbourne wins over the past four seasons. So if he can keep that average up at Fremantle, he's, you're going to be onto a winner there. Uh, Stuart Cramery is an interesting one. He's now at the Dogs. He's only 390,000. He averaged 83 in 2011. And then, of course, there's uh, Dane Zorko, who burnt a lot of us last year. And the rumour is he's going to play, be playing even more forward this season. So be careful if you're spending over 440000 on the magician, Dane Yeah, Zorko. yeah, spot on. There's a lot of money to pay for a guy that might spend a lot in the forward, forward half. But uh, a couple of other guys that I like too, Matthew Pavlich is definitely going to be a popular one. Um, we'll have to see how that body does hold up, but at 437,000, I think he's worth the risk. You know, never write off a champion. No, no. I know he, you know, the goals he scored two years ago, if he can regather that form, really lock him in. And another interesting one is Jack Gunston. A lot made about how he scores with or without Franklin, and now that Franklin's gone, he's, you know, going to be an absolute lock. I'm not so sure. You know, sides, they'll do their homework on him this year round. He's going to get a lot more attention, and I think clubs will be much more aware. Very easy to get drawn in to just the numbers. 
But I think 2014, he may be one just to maybe hold off on and see how he goes in those first couple of rounds. But there's also a couple of guys that are injury-affected and possibly worth taking the risk on. I'll get your thoughts on those in a sec, Sean. There's obviously Mitch Clark, a very popular pick, Taylor Walker, and dare I say it, Sean Higgins. What do you make of all that, Sean? Uh, well, I've seen um, Clark in a few sides uh, for good reason, too. He's a good scorer, but um, you really want Clark to have that ruck time if you're going to be selecting him, and I'm not sure he's going to get that at the Ds. Tex Walker, he's um, obviously one of the uh, crowd favourites, but uh, he's not expected to be available for round one. And uh, Sean Higgins, well, you're going to be a very brave coach if you select Higgins, who's burnt us time and time again. I think he might be the number one burn man in this game. I can't think of many yeah, others who do it on a I consistent so. basis. I think so. Um, he's just continually burnt us. Not as much as Greg Broughton, but Higgins <laughs> is definitely up there. He's, he's definitely there. But uh, onto the rookies few names to keep an eye on through the NAB Challenge is Shane Kirsten battling out for that second forward spot with Josh Walker. Personally, I think Walker might get it, but if Kirsten does, get on him. Daniel Markworth from the Saints coming back from a knee. If he's come back well, I mean, we're not all Lenny Hayes, but if he has come back well from that, I think he will definitely play plenty of games and score handy. Another one from the Cats is Lincoln McCarthy, forgotten man at at uh, Geelong, but he's very quick, provides a bit of X factor, one to watch. Uh, a couple of other guys that are tad left field, Jarman Impey, Port Adelaide, I think got a fair few raps on his Port Adelaide training session a few weeks ago. I reckon he's primed to uh, debut round one. And Patrick Weirden from Brisbane, a bit of an outsider there, but I think if there is a spot on the halfback flank, he's played really good footy in the knee for the past two seasons priming him up as that halfback flanker. Will Lepich want to opt for him? We'll have to wait and see, but, you know, he's he's mature and possibly a sneaky chance for some games in 2014, I think, Sean. Yeah, I like that a lot, especially uh, Impio. He could get a real good crack at Port Adelaide. Um, yeah. There's also those um, more mature guys to look at. Uh, Nathan Bock is at 190000 and Alex Fasolo at 210000 I think they're both pretty solid picks. Uh, and then, of course, there's the, the mid-forward options who can provide you a bit of uh, versatility. Uh, Dale Garlett from the Hawks, Mitch Honeychurch from the Dogs, and Lewis Taylor from the Lions. They're all 117,000 and all mid-forwards and all a good chance to play early, I would have thought. Yeah, totally agree. And I think Lewis Taylor is probably the pick of the crop there. I saw Sammy Mitchell warning us on his Garlett Ready in an article the other day, and Taylor... If he's fit and firing, real slider of the draft, I think he's a very good chance, definitely. And that just about wraps it up for our edition of the Ford line. And that pretty much sums it up. We've covered the defenders, the mids, the rucks and the Fords. So you can check out all those podcasts. Thanks for joining me throughout, Sean. It's been good. No worries. I've had fun. And if any of our readers have any or listeners have any questions for us, please hit us up on Twitter, Facebook or in the comments section below. Yeah, certainly, and of course we've, we've got the forum as well, and, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted and we'll certainly have more podcasts to come. 38 days till uh, footy starts, nobody's counting, but thanks for joining us, guys. You can